Greatest story ever sung Is it clever, is it dumb Brought my friends to make it clear What's our Kelly saying here Guns and wigs and strangers beds Pastors, cops and cigarettes What's this actor's motivation Why Sylvester so impatient Sit, drink Sit, drink Talk, think More, drink Stuck in the dark beneath the coat hangers Waiting for another cliffhanger Don't understand cause it happened too fast But I can't look away cause I'm trapped in the podcast Uh, welcome to Trapped in the Podcast. My name's Brady Rourke. With me as always, Kelly Grimm. Hello. Haley Rourke. Hi. John Bostic. Hello. Uh, we're talking about the Fuzzy Bunny production, Trapped yeah. in the Closet. Uh, to start it off, the music video begins with the noir font. It's a hip-hop rap. Hip-hop rap. A, a, but it is a tribute to noir detective movies. And I think uh, with with the animation of him quickly smoking a cigar. Yeah, the DVD menu, quickly quickly smoking a cigar. Do we think, this was my first question in watching this, the, we zoom in through a window into a bedroom. Is that window CGI? Because it looked like a CGI window to me. I actually had the same question. Was the city CGI? The the whole cityscape looked like it was CGI. It's like a weird train set. It, it's like a and Lionel in fact, train there set. Is that little train set. And there is, in fact, a yeah miniature train set. Which I think is interesting because actually the production value of Trapped in the Closet is pretty high. The set, it's very high. The set doesn't look janky at all. It's very legitimate. It's, it's, but it begins with this weird cartoony sort mm-hmm. of miniature. It looks like they just created a miniature. And so Absolutely. Millions of dollars were spent on this, but uh, the opening scene shows little of that. Uh, my second point, the protagonist wakes up and... Fully clothed. Fully clothed. He fully looks clothed. around, looks around fully clothed. His name's Sylvester. Is? Yeah. I didn't catch that. Yep. I'm not sure if that actually is presented in chapter one, but it's, it is a true Insider fact. Insider knowledge. Insider knowledge. <laughs> a, a woman comes in, and it's not until she kisses him that she realizes, that he realizes that she ain't you. Right. Well, no, a voice calls out from the bathroom. The, right? So... And he knows that he's awoken in a in a bedroom that does not belong to him. And he's fine with that. We're to believe that he's fine with that until the kiss. Right. And when she kisses. So we know that he often wakes up in bedrooms that are not his. But okay. But apparently, uh, apparently he wakes up in bedrooms that are not his with his with her. Like they have a thing. Like as apparently, a couple, they yeah. go around to. Uh, they to, bang in strangers' homes. Sure, as you would if you were in that. That's how you keep it spicy. Indeed, indeed. But let's skip my next point, though. He's clearly fully clothed upon waking up. Yeah, and, well, that's my point. And, you can't take my point. Okay, that, that's, that point. is clearly your point. He's also sleeping on top of the covers, and yeah. it seems to be a pretty well-made bed. And it's a well-made yeah. bed, but he does take off. He takes off the suit jacket yeah. to go to bed, and he, then puts and he, back on the suit jacket when it's time to wake he up. He unbuttons his uh, collared shirt, Fair. so you can see his undershirt. Mm-hmm. Fair and enough. And he has the unbuttoned shirt, but the bed doesn't seem rumpled at all. No. No. So whatever he did that night, which he was so worried about, right. was not 
as scandalous as Or me. perhaps it was, but it wasn't in the bed. Oh, it wasn't. Oh, yeah, I like that. I had not thought of that. That's an interesting plot point. It wasn't in the bed. It wasn't in the bed. And then he got dressed afterwards, because naturally... Sometimes I call, I call putting on a suit jacket getting dressed. <laughs> I'll be like, I'm already fully clothed, but let's put on a suit jacket, right. a.k.a. get dressed. Yeah. My next point is the line, shit, think, shit, think. Shit quick, put me in the closet. Shit quick, put me in the closet. Probably the best line in the entire production. No. Spoilers. I'm not going to spoiler. I'm just saying it gets better. <sighs> I don't know. It gets better. Is Best line in chapter one? In anything that's ever existed. <laughs> I think is chapter my... one It's best line in chapter one. I, okay, I'm saying, I'm saying the blind poet Homer has nothing on shit think, shit think. That was pretty good. Yeah. Okay. I'm in on that. Secondly, it seems like this was a very small apartment, like a one-bedroom apartment. And it doesn't... And yet, there was a lot of like, hey, where are you, baby? Baby, where are you? Like, looking around that... Like, when the husband, let's be clear, when the husband walks in. Yes. Yes. Very small area to have to navigate. That's understandable. She also, what I noticed this time when I watched this is she's been keeping her wedding ring in that little basket on the nightstand beside the bed. Mm -hmm. So when the husband's coming, she puts Sylvester, or the protagonist, whatever, in the closet. She closes them in. She remembers that she's wearing a wig. She throws that into the closet. We've all been there. His first indication that that wasn't her hair. And then she goes to the bedside table and she gets her wedding ring out of the basket. Which means she has a place to hide her wedding ring, which means this is, which not, the first, this is not the first time Mm-mm. that okay. she's taken off that wedding ring. So this is a character who has not been faithful for a long time, Shouldn't is what I take away. better at it then? I got some mixed... I mean, one would think. Did she know her husband was coming home or not? Because she drew him a bath? Or did she draw herself a bath? She, she, That's uh, always been a question of mine. Was there even really a bath going? Or is that just a yeah. line? Like, oh, I drew a bath for you. She well, was I doing would... something before he woke up. Like they were sketching pictures of a bath? <laughs> yes. That kind of... I yes, drew you a bath. I drew you a bath. Win, lose, or draw style. And I think... I used a blue marker to indicate the water. <laughs> and Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> the blue part must be land. <laughs> because when he goes in search, when he's searching all the places, he draws back the shower curtain. Mm-hmm. That guy has no sense of sound direction at all. That at is all. something I love. <laughs> the other places you check included, but are not limited to the dresser. <laughs> well, but that's foreshadowing. But really, is there a moment when he opens a dresser and a guy jumps out? No. No. Well, he didn't know it was a guy. He's looking for a phone. But you hear a phone in the closet next to you, and you go the other direction down the hall to check behind the shower curtain. That's right. curious. It's curious. That's, I agree with that. This so guy he's, shower. like, deaf in one ear? Maybe. I mean, yeah. Like, I would know, do it. He would, yeah. Can we talk about the... Finally, this is, I think, the first example in song of a cell phone being put on vibrate being properly... I was going to say, shit, think, shit, think, shit, quick, put me in the closet. That's a great line. I love it. But I also think suddenly a call comes in on my cell phone. I try to quickly put it on vibrate. Like, that's a really good line, too. It's Well, that is, a, you know, that is the, the poetry of our times. But he can tell from the man's um, experience. 
From no, scratch, and I have that written down too. Do it in time. The the way that he knew that he had that was not the fact that a loud noise was emanating <laughs> from his. From at, his that, at that point, it was still up in the air. That could have been. Who knows if that went off? Okay. But he watches. He carefully watches. <laughs> the way that he knew is he read that expression. Yeah. And then he knew that it. He carefully it was watches too late. the man, and he gauges his expression. <laughs> yeah. I think they should have put a little exclamation point above the guy's head. <laughs> oh, that would be good. Right. In the so font we all know. of the opening text. Yeah. That would our font. So we all know. Can you actually switch a phone to vibrate while it's ringing? Is I that have never a, tried. Is I, that technology that we have? I, I have not taken my phone off vibrate since like 2002. Yeah. So I Because you've been know. trapped in a lot of closets. I've been trapped in so many closets. Yeah, and yeah. I just, I realized that it's a better prepared. idea yeah. to keep that shit on yeah. vibrate. That covers, I think, everything I have here. Um, if you, uh, so, if we had to um, rate episode one of Tragic Wait, 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 wait. I feel like other people took notes. Okay, what do you got? What do you got? Anybody? The only thing we haven't covered is um, so the husband comes in. She says, Hey, baby, I've been missing you. They start sort of going at it. And Sylvester, R. Kelly, the protagonist, whatever you want to call him, says this girl is so good she deserves an Oscar. And, okay. But he looks at the camera and he I, mugs. I had this written down too. The knowing so we're look. actually breaking the wall there. The fourth wall. Mm-hmm. Which you... I don't want a spoiler alert, but there are a couple times where actually there's a narrator, R. Kelly, who's present, breaking the fourth wall, as opposed to Sylvester character. There's and literal R. Kelly and then there's... Yes. Sylvester. This is a moment where it's actually, it's Sylvester, because Sylvester's in the closet, that's where the action is, but he's still sort of as R. Kelly breaking that wall. Right, and you know who's never gotten an Oscar? The guy that breaks the fucking fourth wall. That's the guy. That's true. I, did Ferris Bueller get an Oscar? He broke the fourth wall. He did break it. Yeah, he did. And he liked it. He absolutely did, and that's why they denied him the Oscar. Mm. You know who did get the Oscar? Jeffrey Jones. I don't know who that is. He's the pedophile slash principal in uh, Ferris Bueller. Uh, that preacher father from Seventh Heaven. Is also Jeffrey Jones? No, no but pederast. He's a pederast. Now we're just talking. Have you said, that's a separate podcast, talking pederasts. <laughs> and actually he's not a pederast by like strict definition. I just like to say the word pederast. Sure. Yeah. But there were all those children. There were that- three Mona from Who's the Boss? Pederast. No. No, I just like to say that. <laughs> <laughs> totally believable, though. Right. Take it I back was about Mona. I'm I was sorry. defending no, her honor. You're right. No. <laughs> Kelly, did you have any notes that you don't think were covered? Um, I I do like to just appreciate the fact that the the music was really wonderful and it it intensified when the scene intensified and I really it drew me in. Now, if you were a first-time watcher, I would want to now comfort you and tell you that it's not like it's the last time you're going to hear that song and that melody and that sort of theme of intensification. If you thought that was good. If you thought that was good. <laughs> wait till chapter sit, 2 through 22. Wait 78 minutes and see if it doesn't get, you know. It'll only get better from there. It'll get samey. It'll, it'll get, get samer. <laughs> um, I'm also noticing just because we have it on pause right now, that he's still wearing his wedding ring. No, that's his right hand. Yeah. Left hand Who wears a, he wears a wedding wedding ring? Wait, what's right it saying? Hand. It's I'm not sorry. a wedding ring. I'm sorry. It's just jewelry. What's that's this? jewelry. Again, John, what's that saying? Left hand lives for love. Right hand lives for the moment. That's what I heard. 
Wait. Not familiar. <laughs> not familiar. <laughs> Explain further. Well, I mean, Brady, I think he follows your imagination. Is that a is that a known phrase? I don't oh, know. Brady, stop I'm just it. curious. I heard you it know, now. For the listeners at home, uh, Brady is making a sort of jerking off motion with his right hand. Because sort of. that's what I thought was being intimated here. Am I wrong? No, he's saying not yourself. No, literally someone else. Haley did it too, and hers. The finishing aspect of it. Haley finished. Which you don't do in that motion ever. You never finish. You never finish. No, I think he's saying he's saying all sorts of things, but essentially, you cheat. No, that's not what you're saying. It's three L's. It's easy to remember, and it lets you identify what hand a wedding ring goes on. Which is good because I didn't know. How do you not know it's the left? It's always the left. I had a hard time remembering too before I saw this somewhere. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a John on this. It can be tough. Anyway, so that's just jewelry that he's wearing. That's just jewelry. Yeah. That is, that's just a Sometimes men just wedding wear jewelry. band like jewelry. No, it's just a ring. We just call it a ring. <laughs> on, on his little... On his right hand. On his right hand. Yeah. On his ring finger. Well, it is the ring finger. Yeah. It is. Yeah, has a ring on it. So we're under the assumption that he slept with that lady? We don't know. He, he was slept in her... In her home. I was 100%. I don't even think that's just, I think that is clearly stated in the text. What? I disagree. Really? I totally Who disagree. sleeps with someone and falls asleep completely clothed? I mean, maybe he just unzipped. It's, I want to say, it seems to me they had, she had a wig on, there was a whole thing happening here. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> she still had the wig on. She still had the wig on. We don't know what happens in other episodes. So you're saying that the wearing a wig... Necessarily, like absolutely, they had sexual people who, relations. People who wear of... wigs have sex. So the people who don't. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I think you're jumping to some conclusions there that perhaps aren't. So pretty much anybody in old-timey British Parliament is sex. having sex. Like in horse barristers. All the barristers. Time. Barristers are banging like all nobody's the time. business all, all the time. Yeah. Yep. All right. Rumpel was getting down. It was way down. Secondly, is it impossible to assume that she's trying to impress this dude with this wig, and then while she knows he's asleep, she takes off the wig, gets up in the morning, knows he's still asleep, puts on the wig again, waits for him to wake up again. Okay, still got the wig on. Illusion is complete. Well, I mean, it's a good wig. I would never think that it was a wig. Exactly. That's, that's what it. gets you laid right there. Has anybody ever slept in a wig and it stayed on? I have, I've passed out in wigs drunkenly. Um, it's never stayed on. I've only ever had cheapish wigs, and I passed out, so I was sort of like drunk and tossing and turning. But I can't imagine. I mean, I'm a fitful sleeper, so. Yeah, I don't think a wig would stay on in your sleep. No, I don't think so. So she put it back on in the morning. I think she took him home. She and did. didn't do anything, but she likes drama, and she knew her husband was coming back. Yeah. You know, uh, I've never looked at it in this light, but I think I that's possible. Either. Oh, handsies. I... <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Can you show me the demonstration again? Wait, wait, okay. <laughs> Here's the funny thing. Hands. That wasn't actually, like, my jerk and toss motion. That was my finger bang motion. Like, it was like this. <laughs> It's like really presenting out into the world. Now, you know, that brings up a really good point. Oh, God. Do you maybe think that it wasn't a handjob, that maybe it was some sort of finger bang? Do you think Sylvester rolls that way? A finger? I think he fell asleep before anything. Oh. 
Jesus, this podcast is getting out of control. Um, <laughs> no, because his pants were still on. His pants. So nothing happened. Nothing happened. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Of course he would know because he was watching all night from the closet as his second self. The narrator. The narrator. We don't know second self. We don't know that the narrator can communicate with the protagonist, though. The narrator and the protagonist both sing, right? They do both they sing. They both sing. The antagonist. The antagonist sings. I mean, this is difficult to discuss because we haven't gotten to the later chapters. And I think there's more material in the later chapters to... We have more to chew on, more or less. More to chew on. Uh, Chapter two, the most confusing of the two chapters we've seen so far. The most, I think, to talk about. I would say, though, the very first line is the most enigmatic. He says uh, he's looking at me as if he's looking in a mirror. And actually, this is foreshadowing to a part that comes later. Which is what foreshadowing means. <laughs> That's the best kind of foreshadowing. The foreshadowing to something that comes later. I agree with that. That's actually... I. I so would, that's a plant for later. I just need to I hold my horses. that's a theme. It's even a theme. One of the, I think if you just casually watch <laughs> Trapped in the Closet or you only watch it like one to ten times, there's a lot that you could miss. There are actual themes and motifs and one of them is this idea of the mirror that you're in this position now but you're going to be in... The opposite position. You're going to be on the other side of the coin. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. You'll be on the other side of the Beretta. Oh, shit. Which, that brings up something that uh, we were talking about uh, earlier. Pretty sure that's not a Beretta. There's the jury's out on this. I'll need to do a little more research. We'll need to talk to some experts. We could just do a Google image search. I don't actually know what a Beretta looks like. If you think we did not do a Google image search, (laughs) you are incorrect. We absolutely did. Uh, Is a Beretta a handgun? It is, but it's a little different than this cartoonishly giant... uh, It's like a pistol? I don't know. I feel like it could be. It just doesn't look like the other ones. Okay. All right. But maybe also in this reality of Trapped in the Closet, maybe Beretta, you know, is what you call all guns. You know, it's like one of those... It's not a Kleenex, but, you know, we call it a Kleenex. Right. A world in which when you're threatening someone, you count to four. I mean, let's jump ahead to that. Um, It's not clear on why he's threatening to kill them both. I suspect that um, Sylvester has a short fuse and he's impatient. Okay, we, okay, we're, we're doing some character development here. I challenge that. Because <laughs> he's counting to four and he hits four, but the door knocks. That's he's true. He's got plenty of time to wave them on, of course. Yeah, that was actually my favorite um, exchange between the two. He waves them on with two. the Beretta. There's a wave on with the... Well, there's first... Uh, the pastor does kind of like a, can I answer this motion? Right. And then he's wave them on with the gun. Yes. And then they... Naturally open the door. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, we need to know. Don't make them wait. So, let's get into the character of the pastor, then. For, you know, if you go to your closet and open it up and a guy with a gun jumps out, Mm -hmm. you know, I think for that circumstance, he's remarkably calm. Yeah. And if someone is begging you to calm down while waving a gun at you, you know, I think he does calm down substantially as as the episode goes on. Um... Sylvester's side in this argument seems to be, uh, but your chick chose me. And I'm not sure. I'm not, fingers crossed, knock on wood, I've not been in this situation before, but I feel like if I was ever confronted, I wouldn't try to argue that you should be okay with it because your chick chose. That's a good point. What was Sylvester, what was Sylvester hoping to get out of this argument? I don't know. I don't think that that calms anyone down. It just reminds the other person that you've 
had over the clothes, over the covers relations. Yeah. With their wife. Which yeah. Unconfirmed. We don't know that. We never saw anything. Right. We have. I said theories. over the clothes, over the covers. I think. Relations. I still think he just got there and passed out. Nothing happened. I think that's a good theory. She does kiss him though, so they. There's at least kiss. a kiss. I missed that. At the very beginning, when she comes in from the bathroom, she jumps on the bed, gives him a kiss. To his surprise, she's not you. Oh. Yeah. 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 I mean, if I'm following the trajectory of this uh, argument, there are several opportunities for Sylvester, who has just jumped out of a stranger's closet with a gun, to leave the situation. Yes. But he doesn't, he, you know, he stays around and really wants to resolve it, and I'm not sure why. Yeah, that is... Is it because he hopes the pastor won't go to the police and say a, a man jumped out of my closet with a gun? I think it's morbid curiosity. Mm. Okay. It could also be that he's looking for additional things to confuse this apparent apology to whoever you is. In the right. beginning, when he says it's not you, that implies that this whole thing is some kind I, of an explanation to someone who is you. That is an amazing point! As to why he was sleeping with this other person. This is, this is all a, na a narrative spoken to a character that we... Perhaps have not met yet. Perhaps have not met yet. Unbelievable. That just blew my mind. Okay, okay, well that changes everything. But, you know, he also doesn't want... My impression of Sylvester is he will not leave a room if anyone is frowning. <laughs> right? Like, He's a people pleaser in that Once way. he sees that frown, the gun's back out. <laughs> I do like when he finds out he's a pastor, pastor they're gonna handle this Christian <laughs> life. Yeah. He puts away his gun until he sees he's still wearing a frown, and then guns out. Bingo, yeah. If you were frowning, the guns are A frowning pastor, okay. yeah, is no pastor at all. Or maybe it's just that when Christians are frowning, all bets are off. When they're smiling, you know you're good to go. I have that bumper sticker. I was yeah. gonna say, that's actually my personal mantra. <laughs> when Christians are smiling. Well, I don't frowning. trust that. I think, that, I think you guys got it all wrong. <laughs> so if they're smiling, watch out. <laughs> a frowning Christian is the only worthwhile Christian. <laughs> when he says, I'm not the one you after... Right, who is he after? Who is he after? Well, I took that to mean his wife. He, like, your chick chose me, I'm not the one you're after. I think he's throwing her under the bus. He's definitely throwing her under the bus. This is a very rough relationship that the pastor and his wife seem to have. Even yeah. even before the secrets are revealed here, there's a lot of... Uh, I mean, it seems loving. She's poured him a bath. He comes home and she jumps all over him. Like, it seems passionate. Seems all of that, but they're also both getting it on the side. I feel like he's a little rough uh, on her. He's quick to call her bitch. And he's kind of but, physically, he's physically pushing her around. And but let's say you get home from a business trip and there's a strange man with a gun in your closet. Jumping out of your closet, sure. I would be pissed. But at the same time, you know, you gotta, you gotta push a lady around for that. You gotta like grab her wrist and stuff. Well. Uh, I, and then a, a couple more things I'm interested in. The phone call comes through. First of all, this sets up a motif that's my favorite motif, I think, of the whole Trapped in the Closet series, which is certain sound effects are illustrated with actual sound effects, and certain sound effects are just R. Kelly saying what the sound effect is. In this case, click, to indicate the phone has been, has been hung up. For one thing, I think there's, I no, there's not a click in a cell phone world. No. Cell phones don't have a click. Hey, mine does. Is it a flip phone? Do you though? put it in a cradle of some kind? It's a slider, and when I close it... Okay, it's fair enough. Um, that, that would be I a I guess, yeah. Again, that? the volume has been off on my phone since about <laughs> 2002, so I don't know. When was this made? What, what year did the chapter 2 come 2005, out? I think, okay, is so the year. Okay, so flip phones were still around. Okay, mm -hmm. that's, that is valid. Totally valid. 
Secondly, how how is it that he the idea that it's a man? Spoiler alert! It's a man. That's the end of the episode. But anyway, he's able to hear someone say, "Sweetheart, I'm downstairs." He's right. able to hear that part of the conversation. And even in what we hear of the, it's a man's. Clearly voice. a man. Clearly a man's. What on the phone? Yeah. I didn't hear any of the roars. Uh, you do have to. Uh, this is yeah. On my third or fourth viewing, I was finally able to discern like. Okay. It's a man's. Voice it's, and it's so skillfully woven into the song that it just sounds like part of the percussive right. uh, landscape. Um. Side note, because now you reminded me, my favorite R. Kelly sound effect is when he does the siren. Woo woo woo. This whole masterwork, I think, is a brilliant tapestry of human voice. I see this chapter two cliffhanger as being. One that we had to get out of the way. You know, if you've got something called trapped in the closet, you gotta have a guy coming out of the closet. That's... Well, I... Yeah, wait a minute, because... Okay, Pastor's got a boyfriend. Yeah. None of these people are trapped in the closet. They're all coming out of it. He was only in there for chapter one. Mm-hmm. And chapter two hits, and everybody's coming out. It's a metaphorical closet. It is a metaphorical closet. We don't know, though, prior to this narrative, how long the pastor had been in the closet. We assume because he's a pastor that the closet... And that he's married to a woman. We assume it's been a lifetime closet. Fair enough. That's... You're born this way. Okay. That's a, a possible... I also think it bears mentioning. Like, now in 2014, we talk about this, and it's not that big of a deal. But I really do think in 2005, when this came out, and especially as a black R&B hip-hop artist, homosexuality was a really, really fucking huge deal. Right, And right, right. really controversial. Right. And the way this is handled, I think, for time and place, is incredibly open-minded and sensitive. And I actually have a lot of respect for R. Kelly, which I sort of choke on when I say, because <laughs> some horrible stuff. But the way this is handled, I think, is really respectful and I, reasonable. I and agree with that, absolutely. I think that it also gives the people in the YouTube comments section they get it all out of their system in chapter two here. People that are going to comment on YouTube videos are going to say the same comments on every video, regardless of subject matter. That's true. That's Wait, are you guys implying that this was on YouTube? Well, it this is, is on YouTube. Yeah, he's this released. He, he's released it. On, yeah, each individual oh. chapter is available on YouTube. It was originally he, at least the first was released on MTV and was like a huge deal. They did a build-up. I remember seeing it when it was out. I don't know that the subsequent chapters were released on MTV or certainly weren't made such a huge fuss about. Like I'd watched the first chapter, the first two chapters, and then never really seen or heard of anything else until... I believe the first four were released as their own contained uh, mini saga before he had made any of the other stuff. Yeah. And in fact, when he decided to go and do the, uh, the rest of it, or at least the next five chapters or whatever the next part he did was, I had to reshoot some of it so that he had the same actors mm, portraying the whole kit and caboodle. Oh, so there's an OG version. That that, which I can't find. Out. God, I'm trying. All right, what does OG mean? Original. Oh, oh. Gangster. Original gangster, I think, is the full. Let's be accurate That's the here. Part of the... Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Actually, guys. I was unclear on that. <laughs> That's why I'm here. taking a That's... couple of the letters out of the word original. <laughs> no, original gangster. <laughs> or gangsta. Uh, original gangsta? Well, I think gangster is the original gangsta. Is oh! True? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's really deep. There's so many layers. There's a lot. It's an onion. It's a Job it's an ogre. Uh, okay, I think that wraps up chapter two. Do you, should you have an outro line that you sing? 
Well, that about wraps it up for Trapped in the Podcast. I'm um, Trapped in the Podcast. Trapped in the Podcast. Just gonna go and put it on stop. Stop the podcast. Thank mm-hmm. you.